Sam's Music News. OMG, kids, tomorrow night's the big night. Yeah. BTS on MTV Unplugged. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they Still are curious be- about how they're going to do Unplugged, right? Well, well they're going to sing. Yeah, they're going to sing. Uh, that's Dynamite. They are going to perform Dynamite. But I got a little sneak preview of one of their songs and how they're going to do it. Oh, okay. Yes. So here it is. I'll describe the scene for you. The lights are low. No. Uh, the band, they're like sitting in a living room. The band is behind them with their masks on, and the guys are all sitting in a row of chairs, and they're that's singing separate. like they do. So there's none of the uh, choreography like you usually get during a BTS show, yeah. or so I've been told. Uh, <laughs> but the guys are all sitting there singing, so it is okay. it is unplugged. Very band's good. behind them. Unplugged okay. for what BTS does. It's not Because you would think acoustic, right? I mean, yeah. that's really what you would think. That's what unplugged is. I've or was. Well, okay, doesn't unplugged matter. in the 90s was something doesn't different. Doesn't matter. That's right. It's tomorrow night on MTV. By the way, they are nominated for a Grammy this year for Dynamite. So. Well. Okay. <laughs> hey, anybody got $35 million laying around? Mm. Bueller? No. Uh, well, if you do, you could buy Tim McGraw on Faith Hill's Private Island. It's your love. Wait, they're letting it go? Uh, well, now you're interested? I'm interested yeah. as why you'd let go of land. Uh, they bought it in 2003, but- and apparently it sounds like it was a money pit. They were going to oh. build a house on it, but they realized they're so, they're up, it's near the Bahamas. Yeah. In order to build a house, you got to have houses for the construction workers, and you got to have electricity, yeah. and you got to have all. So they had to build all the sports stuff before they built the house. And so, have they asked Leonardo DiCaprio? He likes to own islands, Mm-mm. but it's <laughs> and an, does an entire island. It's got a dock. It's got all kind of stuff, and okay, uh, it is worth thirty-five million dollars. Now, here's wow. some fun stuff. Here, it's a BG song, but it's not the BG singing. Listen. Anybody want to take a stab? You'll never get it. Sounds like the Bee Gees, but I don't know. I don't know who it is. That's the Foo Fighters. What? <laughs> really? What? They were on a BBC show, and the guy, the BBC show, this guy tells whatever band comes on, you had to do a cover song. That's awesome. In addition to your stuff. Smart, clever. And wow. they couldn't figure out a cover song to do, and they were in the studio, and then they started talking about the Bee Gees documentary. How good Which it was is. incredible. Yeah, and Dave Grohl said, no, I haven't seen it. And they were like, oh! And so you gotta see it. Started describing it, and then it's like, well, let's do a Bee Gees song. Dave Grohl is always fun. That's yeah. good. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, why does Murphy continue to feel trapped at home? Hmm. You know, I think Murphy's feeling trapped at home, and I think it's my fault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, why is it your like fault? That statement? What do you have yeah. him doing? It's not. It's nothing. I'm having him doing. Him doing. Okay, you want to tell Sam about the garage door issue and how you cannot leave sometimes. Our garage door is keeping you. You have the, the, you park your Batmobile, your car, where under a garage. I park under a covered area, so I'm I'm more country. Yeah, so you're second straight. Right, I am second straight. Well, we weren't doing it that way at first, remember? But I, you know, the. The little covered area is a bit narrow, and I took off about a, a two-foot section of paint, you know, one point last year. So, you Your know. Your car's too big for my little country-covered yeah, parking area. Yeah, this apparently, apparently, I just have no, what does it call that, spatial yeah. concept of this yes. vehicle. You know, the, the, the weather has been the issue. This, you know, crazy, you know, polar vortex. And we were actually riding together because Jody's doors were frozen shut. <laughs> 
That's because she's got the outside <laughs> covered area. That's right. And uh, so we start to back out, and as I'm starting to back out, I hear a crackling noise, and I'm thinking, "Is like, wow, man, there's a lot of icicles out there on the back." Oh. And it wasn't. It was the the garage door did not open oh. all the way. Oh, wow. And but, it's scraping the top of the Batmobile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now I, I, he he said some stuff that we can't repeat here. Yeah. So <laughs> it is most unfortunate. Fortunately, there's a rubber gasket at the bottom of the garage oh, door, okay. and fortunately, the little rails that are on the top kept it from touching the paint. Yeah. So it did scratch the little metal things on the top, but you can't see that from the ground. So anyway, um, yeah, we got halfway done with that, and I went outside and I had Jody get in the driver's seat, and I pushed the garage door up as high as I could, and she backed hey, out. Man. Do we have video? No. Oh. You know what? Probably. <laughs> You're, Sam's right about that. There's got to be security video somewhere you know, of that. You know why I blame myself, though? Why? That garage door has never been the same since I've backed into it. Remember? Last year, at the beginning of the pandemic. We You're were, right. I was in my car. I was not thinking. It was early morning. I was thinking about work and Hollywood Outsiders and what I was going to be doing. And I, ba- I thought I opened the garage and I backed out into uh, the door. And I think she kept I wondering why is the car stuck? It's not <laughs> yeah. moving. Let me try it, it again. Beyond, like it's just it's my fault. I don't. I wouldn't say that that's your mm, fault. Okay. Um, we'll say we, we'll stick with what you're saying then. Yeah, it's a polar vortex. Coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, an update on Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, right? Yeah. One of the hottest couples right now in the world. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, Harry Styles apparently in this romance with actress Olivia Wilde, who is much older than him, mm-hmm. is not a flash in the pan. What? He adores her, huh? Well, uh, only 10 years, isn't it? Yeah, it's just 10 years. It's not much. Well, no, but I mean, I don't know. People like to point it out yeah. that she's in her like late 30s and the direct director of a movie that he's in, and now they are inseparable. She has left Jason Sudeikis, who she was engaged to, and they have children together, and now she's with Harry all yeah, the time. But Jason's got him a hot new girl. Jay- okay, I'm going to I'm gonna school oh. you on that for a second, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're apparently really got serious quickly they're serious they're seen together all the time they're inseparable is this um, olivia or olivia and jason i'm sorry olivia and harry, harry styles gotcha. okay hot new couple uh jason sudeikis who was heartbroken about it has been spending time and been seen with this british model her name is keely hazel mm-hmm. and i know that that translates to you hot new girlfriend yeah. but he says they've been friends for years and this the fact that it's a romance between he and this model is being overhyped. Uh-huh. She's just, sense, they're yeah. just hanging out because uh-huh. he can, because he's single now. Yeah. 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 So he's not, it's not just that he's rebounding with a model. <laughs> <laughs> he probably actually is. You know, haven't we all been there? <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Going to check out some comments from our Facebook page. Uh, yeah, somebody's stalking you, Murphy, on <laughs> our page. Really? Especially that old, hot picture on the way. We love hearing from you, so hit us up anytime on Instagram and Facebook. Social Media Connect. All right, Murphy, this is all for you, and it's a big one from Uh-oh. Steven. Big one is in good or big it's one is in... long. Okay. Uh, Murph, right. I was scrolling through the MSJ 
Facebook page tonight while listening to the podcast, I came across this photo again of your father's Stingray Corvette. Oh, the Corvette, yes. And noticed something I can't believe I missed the first time I saw this photo. I'm sure you already know this, but just in case you do not, if the car is unmodified in this photo, and the photo is a picture of him with his car long ago and you were a baby in a diaper. Yeah, I was. Okay. <laughs> if the car is unmodified in this photo, the wheels and the gills indicate that this is a 65 Stingray. Now the hood, if that is a factory hood, what you have there is a 396 CI 425 horsepower V8. The 396 was a one-year-only engine for the Corvette, and they only built 2,157 of them. You, my friend, have one of the most sought-after Corvettes in the car's 68-year history. Here comes the butt. No, no. Well, so my dad always said, I, I can go back and double check it, that it's actually a 66. And it's, oh. a, it's, a, it's a 427. Oh, I mean, you know it, all of this. Yeah, They're it's a 427 okay. V8. So It's still special. It's, 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 it's Look, absolutely, it's a very special vehicle. But yeah, it's not one of the... Oh, Steven. I don't, I don't think it's a rarity, you know, one-off. You he know. was getting so super excited. I was, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I would love that, too. I wish awesome. I could, Oh look, no doubt. I, I mean, you, I, I, we we treasure that ve- that vehicle hasn't run in forty years, but you know it, it's special. But yeah, so now you got me curious. I'm gonna have to go look, you know, and, and make yeah. sure that it's not the what did he say three ninety one ci three ninety six ci three ninety six three ninety six ci. He also goes on to say, I can tell you that there's nothing like taking a Corvette out for a drive with no destination in mind. I always tell people Corvettes. <laughs> Corvettes are good for what ails you. Yeah, Aww. I can see that. Oh, that's really that's that's sweet. Well, thank you for sharing that. Now you yeah. piqued my curiosity, and yeah. I'm assuming my dad's Chevy S10, that's a 30 year old vehicle, probably doesn't possess the same <laughs> unique qualities, right? Do you think? Thank you, Stephen. We love hearing from you on Facebook and the Gram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. The type of music that reduces anxiety, okay? It's not what you think, and I promise you, this music means something to us. Tell you about it next. We all agree that music is therapy and it belongs to us all and it it can make you feel better whether totally. you realize it or not. Well, look, they've got science that backs that. Oh, know? I know it. And I was raised I, I was raised on music, so and even the girls have said my taste in music is and it is. It's all over the place. I mean, yeah, I, I love my grandmother's music. Into. I love my parents' music. I love our music. You know, our <laughs> girls' music. It's, when I when I cook, eighties <laughs> rock, baby, mm. we rock. Okay, anyway, I want to say this. They did this big study recently, researchers, and they they hooked up 1,500 people to heart monitors, and they have found the kind of music that reduces anxiety the most. Hmm. And it's not what you think. Because you think think the words anxiety, you think, oh, it must be classical. The kind of music that reduces anxiety the most is happy 80s pop. Kicking in chairs and knocking down tables in a restaurant. And they cited things like the Pet Shop Boys. Really? And like, you know, Wham! and Michael Jackson and Prince. Is this for all ages or is it just where they did, were they only surveying a- people in their 30s, 40s, and I 50s? I didn't dig into yeah. the s- scientific parts of the age groups, but... Is there like a number pop. one song that like, if you're no. really stressed? No, there's not a number one. It's just know that 80s pop... Um, the, everybody's... The, the, the blood pressure was decreased uh-huh. when listening. 
funny. My blood pressure used to increase for Madonna, but you know. Okay, that's because you were a young boy. Uh, Mine increased for Rick Springfield. You know that. Yeah. Golf. Um, they also said that heavy metal reduced blood pressure as well, and they found they found that heavy metal helped listeners. And I would agree with this: process feelings, get things out. Huh. It's a it's a. Huh. I, I know it makes a, you drive faster. Yeah, it does. Anyway, techno increased anxiety the most, <laughs> but I think it's cool to know. I mean, eighties pop means a lot to all of us. Yeah, yeah. and so that's cool to know that it actually can reduce anxiety. Remember this video? Yeah, I do. Man. I remember those shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, the relationship that Sam wanted to end years ago, but we're so glad you didn't. Mm-hmm. That's next. I saw this um, thing the other day online and I thought, yeah, duh. Um, And I wanted, it made me think of you, Sam. Mm. So many people around the world during the pandemic credit their pets for getting them through, helping them through the the time. Uh Uh-huh. And I love that. So you mean lonely losers like me? (laughs) No. They don't have pets? I didn't I think say that. that. Pets soothe no matter the age, no matter whatever. You know, <laughs> I would never call you that. At least not to my face. <laughs> listen, listen. I thought of you because I remember a couple of years back, a few years back, during a not so good time in your life, you were thinking <clears throat> about rehoming Gus, you know, your dog, funny about and that? I hated that for you, and I was begging you not to do it. I forgot all about that. And it popped up on my Facebook feed like a two weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I tried to get rid of Gus? Yeah, it broke my heart when you were I doing that. I was like, so glad. No kidding. It, it was He's probably, your best friend. It was probably because of the time and what I was going through. Yeah. I know. You were not in a good place then. No. And it was like, to me, and I, I think I did say this to you. We were like out at a function. <laughs> it was not the best place to have had a talk with you. <laughs> but we had some downtime. And I was like, please, you need to think about keeping that, keeping him, especially now you need him. And yeah. you were like, Ah, no, you know. Well, anyway, so I'm so glad you didn't get rid of Gus yeah, because pets do get us through. Yeah, they're friendly, they're companions. I mean, and if you're a pet lover and animal lover, you know that. You know, you already you don't have to be sold that. One thing that's being what's what's happening that's true right now around shelters around the country. They're saying that as people go back to work and get back out that they're seeing more animals come back in like Aww. being surrendered and it's like no oh, really? hang on to them they it's, it's so much it's worth it you know unless you absolutely can't afford it and they're chewing holes through your walls that's right. different yeah. well, what about uh, scratching your sofa using it as a scratching pad because it won't go in the closet where I have the real scratching you're, well, you're talking can, about the cats not, yeah. you're not you talking about Gus one certain cat yeah. I can't help you with the cats. I'm sorry. Uh, keep him out of that area, Sam. Oh, okay. But pets mean everything. Their companionship matters. It does to you too, doesn't See? it, Sam? Yeah. Aren't you yeah. glad you didn't give up, Gus? That's right. Gus, yes. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, Teresa wants to jump in. 877-310-4MSJ. And we'd love to hear from you, too. Jump in with us anytime, um, 877-310-4MSJ. Jody, you were just saying that you know pets are credited with keeping us all grounded and sane through the pandemic. Yes. And uh, so Teresa is calling about that same thing, right, Teresa? Sounds silly, but I'm, I've got got my horse. Oh. He's like a, a, uni, like, like a unicorn. 
Wh- wait. People, the... <laughs> you got to explain how he's like a unicorn. <laughs> it's not real, Jody. It's not a horn. <laughs> Tell me about it. Okay. He's a gated horse. He he has this prance yeah. that he was born with. He's called a passofino. Okay. And he looks... It looks like he's broke when he does it sometimes, but I didn't know anything about him. I've always had just plain quarter horses and nothing special. I got picked him up really cheap, and we, I talked to him about because I didn't know how to ride him. You have to ride him a certain way and stuff, and they told me, everybody has told me, they are as close to a unicorn as you're ever going to get. Wow. And it's true. <sighs> wow. It's true. He, he's the strangest horse. <gasps> um, you go and he stall most horses, feeding time. They can't wait to get that feed yeah. in the buckets and stuff. Right. This one, Tonka will cut you off, won't let you out of the stall until he's had enough hugs oh. to satisfy himself. Oh, my God. And then God. he'll go eat. Oh, my God. Or if you're out in the pasture, he will come running, literally running to you and, and stand there at your shoulder oh. waiting for hugs. I'm oh. in love with him. <laughs> He's he is the strangest horse I've ever had in my life. Mm. If you yell at him, he drops his head and turns oh. away from you. I mean, it's like you break his heart. Oh. Everybody I've told, everybody I've talked to about a Pasofino, they they said they're the same very thing. sensitive and oh. they're as close to a unicorn as you're ever going to get. Wow. Oh my so gosh, I, I'm in love. I, Tell me what I, color I is he? Like, what does he look like? He's white. Um, they oh. call him flea bitten because he's got tiny little black spots, yeah. tiny oh, little baby. black spots all over him. That's so sweet, Teresa. Thank you for sharing that with us. Man, see, Jody was picturing a purple horse with a well, okay. with a horn, you know, like horns was, and a wing. Like I was the only one. Listen to Sam over here. <laughs> I know. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Remember last week at this time, we were telling you that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been, well, it's been laid down by the Queen of England, their grand, his grandmother, that, Grandmama. look, you're stripped of your titles, you're not going to be a royal anymore in the sense that you won't be doing the royal's work, yeah. you won't be involved in all these UK charities anymore because you can't be halfway in, halfway out. <laughs> that kind of thing comes yeah. down from the mafia too, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, jeez. It's a joke. Yeah. But she, that, apparently that's how she feels. And maybe the rest of the royal family feels the same way. You can't be halfway in, one toe in, and then do your own thing. Well, you're either a sense. royal or you're not. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it was this whole big letter written and all this. The word is that Harry's brother, Prince William, who will be king one day. Hopefully. <laughs> he will. Of course, Charles has got this, this DNA, doesn't he? Yeah, Charles <laughs> could live to 150. Um, apparently, William is very upset about what is happening. He finds it very disrespectful and insulting, and he doesn't like it. Um, so uh, he's but, towing the party line. What, huh? he do- what he doesn't like is that Harry snapped back a little bit. Apparently, Harry snapped back that we can all live a life of service. Yeah. Service is universal. And I'm, th- I'm sure Grandma's like, yeah, it's universal, but not in the royal family. So it's just this the way they feel back and forth right now. It's a difficult time. Uh, the word yeah. is that William misses Harry a lot and does hope to reconcile one day. Pick up the phone. I know. Hey, did you see that delicious Facebook post I made this weekend? I did, Sam. Bring everybody up to speed. Uh, on the chocolate <laughs> milk? Yeah. Um, okay. I found out Parker likes chocolate milk. Yeah, good. And I found this out because he... I have I I always buy regular milk and he puts the syrup in it. And I was like, you know, you can buy chocolate milk 
So I bought him some a couple weekends ago. Yeah. And when he was at the house. Yeah. Now he's he's 15 or 16 now? Uh, he's three. Okay. Uh, he's 15. 15. Okay. So, so you're just finding out that he likes chocolate milk, huh? Yeah. This is what happens. <laughs> trust me. Um, so and when the weekend comes and goes and all the chocolate milk's gone, it's like, good, he drank it. Well, I don't know why this took a week, but I was putting dishes away from the dishwasher, opened up where all the cups are, and there's the chocolate milk. Ew. And it was probably three quarters full. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. And First I was of all, like, oh my God. And the thing is, I didn't smell it. So I, it was sealed. I guess that was fine. It's been cold. I'm surprised the top didn't blow off of it. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay, well, wait. Oh. Okay, listen. <laughs> Kids sometimes do that. I mean, I'm sure I he did that. it mindlessly. Yeah, adults right? do that. <laughs> There's times I take right. stuff out the freezer to get to something else, and I leave it on top of the freezer, and right. I'll see it two days later, and it's like, oh, right. well. Or you're just not, you're thinking of a million other things, and you you think you're holding on to peanut butter, and it's actually a mayo mm-hmm. container, and you put it back in the pantry, and then you don't tell Murphy because he'll freak. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I, I always switch the peanut butter and jelly. I, um, I, uh, I took the top off and I poured it. Gross. And it was like it wouldn't come out. I was having to Gross. shake it. I've never seen milk that chunky. That reminds me of when the when the kids are little and they have those sippy cups full of milk. And uh, yeah. you're so busy oh, yeah. getting them from one point to the other point and making sure they're clean and hungry fed find them under the car seat find them and they're disgusting yeah Yeah, they get your attention for sure you don't even wash it you just throw it away (laughs) (laughs) have we all been there i think we have so are you did you talk to him about it did you tell him about the chocolate milk Uh, i sent a text to both him and jackson because i wasn't quite sure Oh, who it was. Never got a reply back, so nobody wants to fess up to it. Really? Did you send the picture to them? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Three things to know today, including the FAA uh, grounding Boeing 777 planes. I'm sure you can guess why. Three things you need to know today. Number one, uh, the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, has grounded Boeing 777 planes with specific that specific engine that we all got to see on Saturday. I, Talk about viral fast, huh? <laughs> Talk about scary. Did you guys yeah. share back and forth? Because that was the kind of thing that takes Murphy off track completely. Like, well, Look at I didn't this. see I didn't see the full video until that night. Now, the first thing I saw was the big engine shell sitting in somebody's backyard, and then <laughs> yeah. I saw the video that they were shooting in the plane which yeah. is crazy so crazy scary by the way that plane you know went back and landed and nobody was hurt yeah. I mean it's that's unbelievable to me but they're grounded for now uh, pending an investigation did right they lose so. any luggage probably <laughs> number two today Dr. Fauci says we may be wearing masks still in 2022 yeah. maybe not something you want to hear but he also says that we're going to have a more significant degree of normalcy <laughs> by Norm- the end of this year normalcy or normal C. did uh. I say t- Normalcy. Sorry. Made up a word. You drink normal tea. (laughs) You know me. And number three, guys, it's National Margarita Day. (laughs) On a Monday, we'll take it. Wow. Originally invented in Tijuana in the 30s. Apparently, all the history is a little sketchy. And then the uh, frozen machine came along in 1971 that was a copy of the 7-Eleven Slurpee machine. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Enjoy. Happy Margarita Day. Three things to know today. 
Coming up, more on the type of music that actually reduces anxiety in almost everyone. It's Mm -hmm. not what you think. It might mean something to you. And Murphy, we have the breakdown of who was tested for this on the way. Hope your week is off to a great start. Uh, Apparently, if you need a little pick-me-up, or I guess if you need to be soothed, Jody was saying earlier that not only is music by itself you know, therapeutic. Therapy. Apparently, there's a study now that shows that 80s music is the most therapeutic. 80s pop reduces uh. anxiety the most mm-hmm. among those tested. It's happy for us now today, 2021. Is that it the, makes us you know feel. Is it that it? Is that it? Because it, it's there's no real substance. It's just poppy. <laughs> I think there's some substance, but yeah, it's very poppy. I, Nothing I don't to know. think about. So I guess it depends. But what age group are. is it? Is it everybody? Okay, I dug in. The age group tested 18 to 65. Oh wow! Oh, so everybody. it is. Yeah. All 1,500 volunteers. Ages 18 to 65. They all report, like, the uh, blood pressure was better when this, listening to this, more so than classical. This song's what does it for me. Hold me now. I don't know why. It's relaxing. Yeah, it's just, just so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't do it for me. I know Murphy likes this one. It's happy, it's bouncy, and I think Sam's right. It's just a very simple message. Hey, you know what? Yeah. You don't want me, but I want you. I guess it's not the happiest lyric in the world, but it sounds it's like the it. sound. It's right. the sound for you. Maybe it's and for us, you know, we're not 18, but it makes us feel like we're 18, maybe, or it younger, does. right? It's does, yeah. It's nostalgic mm-hmm. for us. That brings me back to the end of high school, college. Yeah. yeah. So it reduces. Yeah. So it's got to be for, you know, it's got to be the way that it sounds, depending on your age. But to us, I think it really means something to us. Oh, now. That's mine right there. I love that song. Murphy knows that. He'll crank that out of the house for me sometimes. Okay. Um, The other thing they found in this study is that heavy metal also, this is so interesting to me because I love rock, um, also reduces blood pressure. Wow. Because they say because it helps those listening process feelings. You don't even know. Heavy metal does? Yeah. If you don't even know that you're sort of giving yourself therapy when you do that. The one type of music that increased anxiety, techno. Ah. And all that those sense. that were that so were maybe we'd need some metal to relax. Well, you're feeling like you're getting stuff out, right? Yeah. Of your heart and soul. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Uh, first, though, uh, Jody says that you are feeling trapped at home, Murphy. Yes. I want to know <laughs> if you're putting your foot down and doing something <laughs> about it. You know, earlier, Murphy and Jody were telling us how Murphy was trapped in the garage <laughs> during, you know, during all the polar vortex. The ice kept the garage door from opening all the way, and right. I eventually pushed on it, and I was able to it's get the opportunity the, to get the, back the in the bed. Truck, yeah. And I was sitting here with my bucket of popcorn, <laughs> in totally in, <laughs> entranced in the story. But it's like, what, and what? Out, what's the story? What did it? Uh, did you fix it? Is he it still stood doing up and it? pushed it, and I backed it out for him. Yeah, that was the one time. Is yeah, it still that's, busted? Yeah, that's so. <laughs> I didn't think it was, but yes, it is. For the next two days, after things warmed up a little bit, everything opened up. And well, so the door opens just enough where there's about a one inch clearance, which is not normal. Which is still not normal, but at least I could get it in and out. But so you know, it, it happened again yesterday as I started to back out. Jody wasn't home. I had to ask the girls to help me. No. 
please so, yeah. get the video. And I am so lucky that I actually saw that the door didn't open this time because I was all ready to go. You were going to peel out. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I couldn't, and I, and I opened it and shut it, opened and shut it, thinking, well, maybe it'll fix itself, you yeah. know, because uh, the yeah. more you push a button, right? Yeah, it's just like a mouse. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, I had to get the girls to come out and help me hold the door up so I could back the vehicle out again. The only problem that I ran into there is they they agreed to come help me and they're standing holding the garage door but they're standing right behind the vehicle it's like girls <laughs> I had explained, oh. okay i need you to move to either side <laughs> that's when you get out and say does anybody see the problem here <laughs> well they at the last minute they, were asked to I do know, something they, they didn't sweet. understand well why. and it was cold and, and you know i mean they yes. just so but the the good news is well, yeah what are we going to do about this well i so i pushed the button and let it open and they pushed all the way up while i was pushing the button and oh. it, it opened just enough for me to get out so they fixed it well so no it's open and we're here right now so yeah i'll be fixing it tonight the manual things that you can open it with well, yeah, but it's not that. It's it's getting it's stuck, stuck when it goes all the way. Even if I did that, regardless I can't. Of how it's the, opened. the piece that is that needs to go all the way into the what you call it yeah. with the light on it is not working. Yeah, the so, what you call, yeah. call it that Jody broke a year ago. And this is exactly the way I'm going to explain it to the garage, <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking. garage door company. Yeah, the piece in the what you call it. Coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Kim Kardashian files for divorce from Kanye, but was there a prenup? Tell you about it next. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Word is Kanye West not very happy today. Um, Kim Kardashian, I know you saw this floating around social media this weekend. How could you miss it? Uh, has filed for divorce. Yeah. She and her lawyer, they worked out details before she even put the paperwork in and everything is amicable. And you better, amicable. <laughs> and you better believe there's a prenup here. Oh. That's why everything's amicable. Yeah, but on whose part? They had I mean, it, they're both well, they, loaded. Right, and that's why they went into it. Yeah. Not just love, but a business arrangement all those years ago. Well, seven years ago. Uh, she wants joint legal and physical custody of their four children. He is fine with that arrangement. They say, those close to him say he's tr- still trying to figure out what went wrong, but he also blames his failed presidential run for damaging it. I saw that, yeah. Beyond, like, that was the last straw for her. You know, and there I, have been a lot of straws. I'd put that like 10th on the list. There's a lot of other... There's a lot of yeah. other... Um, and he deals with a lot. And I don't think you're going to ever see her speak badly of him, Mm-mm. which is nice since they share children. Got a weekend update on the uh, cat situation. You know how I'm trying Had to... Had a big weekend, huh, Sam? Uh, yeah. You know, when the kids aren't here, I got to find things to make myself... Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you... Amuse myself. You live in a neighborhood where your ex, your last ex-wife used to live right around the corner, and when you guys split up, she took one of the cats. E- yeah. And, okay. And that, that they moved recently, and they left the cat. So the cat's in the neighborhood. I'd like to have the cat back. I like Merida. Yeah, I don't want a cat who used to have a home not have a home either. But anyway, so I've right. seen Merida. I've tried to coax her in. Nothing, you know, just the... You make the noise? Yeah. Do you make work. it loud? Like... The, well, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. making sure, making sure. Yeah, Jody's good at that noise. Man, I can't. You know, I can call him in, baby. <laughs> so, uh, Merida elected on her own not to stay with you, right? Because originally you actually had Merida, and your ex had the other cat, and for whatever reason they changed positions. Yeah, there right? was a, fl- oh. a flippity flop thing. I didn't now. remember that. Yeah, and I really do think Abu may have run her off, but I'm not sure. Right. I haven't talked to anybody. Your uh, ex or the cat? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went down. Yeah, Let's I, move on I, from that. I, yeah. I saw Merida this weekend ran back to the house in the car brought the, the cat food back good you know and you know how you when you shake 
Shake cat food. Dogs cat. come running. Cats come running. Yeah, everybody, everybody knows. That's the sound it's of. Yeah, so time I'm to eat. Shaking it, and she stops and looks, and I stop. Yeah. I open the door, and I sprinkle a little on the ground. Smart. Love it. Love and it. And she just like sits there, and right. Next thing I know, here come two cats. I don't even know. Of course. Now you're attracting everybody exactly. but who you want. So these uh. these two cats come up, and they start eating the food that I had just put I'm down. Sorry. Meredith's sitting over there watching the whole thing. Like, no. Meredith's I'm, not sure she wants to come back to you. Yeah, I'm not wow. interested. So I'm sorry. You know, it. it I'm sitting here thinking, I'm going to outsmart you two. I didn't drive back home. I took the long way around the neighborhood because I didn't want these cats to see where I was coming from. Okay. Since I don't know these cats. Right. You know, hey, this dude drove up and put out food and he lives three houses down. Let's go. Wow. So you did not catch the cat you wanted, but you outsmarted some other ones. Yeah. For you. So you're right. When the kids hunt around, you spend your time (laughs) psyching out cats. Did you hear about the um, uh, crying laughing emoji being for old people? Like, it, it's huh? not cool anymore. I love the crying laughing emoji because, oh. like, I'm laughing so hard, there are tears coming out of my I eyes. I use that one a lot. <laughs> Man, what are you supposed to use this? Gen Zers are saying the crying laughing emoji is no more, and it's for old people. What am I supposed to use? <laughs> I don't know. Use what you want, is what I say. Well, no, I'm, I'm not going to cool. let a group of people dictate what I think's fun. You know, it's it's an emoji for one thing, and to me, an emoji is a personal extension of expression. So, use how what in the you want. World is that because just the term "crying laughing" sounds out of out I don't of know. They just when they see it, apparently Gen Z, which Gen Z, help me with the. So Gen Z Murphy. would be our girls' age, yes, pretty much. Okay, you're, yeah. you're born yeah. So everything in, we do is stupid. You're, you're born in the early 2000s, <laughs> exactly. I think. Late 90s, early 2000s. Gen Zers think it's old. In fact, it should re- be replaced with the skull emoji instead, meaning I'm dead from laughing. Okay. okay. All right.